Welcome to the Pursuit of Happiness podcast. Becky, hello. 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 Can you hear me? Yes. I'm sorry. I think there must be work going on in my area or something because our Wi-Fi is on. I don't know if it's my end that's causing me. Uh, so I think it's just the wonders of technology, I think. <laughs> you want to give it another go? Yes, let's start from the beginning. Um, so, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for thank you for joining us today. Um, the, whole, the whole point or the whole um, reason for the podcast is I'm on a bit of a mission to not necessarily redefine the dictionary definition of happiness, but to almost give it a bit of a voice or to have a little bit of a, a lived experience around happiness. Yes. Um, added to that, um, I, I live with anxiety and um, obviously we're encouraged to talk about when we're struggling with, with our mental health. But also, yes. I think it's really important to talk about positive mental health as well. Uh, mm. And for me personally, I don't think there's a better state of mental health than happiness. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of that's where I'm coming from. Okay. Um, no, I know a little bit about your your story, and your background. Um, obviously, haven't watched quite a few of your shows on TV and UK. Um, but I was just wondering if you could possibly give the listeners a little bit of an insight into who Becky Murray is. Absolutely. Okay. So my name is Becky, and I am married. Little boy, ten years old, and um, I'm also the founder. And that is to end exploitation. Um, I guess for me personally, it all started back in 2009 when I went out on a missions trip. Uh, 2006, actually, sorry, I went out on a missions trip and met a little girl in Sierra Leone, and this little girl. She didn't have parents. Nice to get by, and I noticed she said marketplace bought a little pink pair of flip flops that cost me fifty pence. So huge curiosity. I was a skint student at the time, and so it was a fifty pence gift of these flops. And then that evening, she came up and she approached, heading to go out, and she said. Becky, help for you. And I said, "You're just going out right now." And she said, "Yes, but shouldn't I wait in your hotel room?" And I remember thinking, if she'd have asked any of the guys on the team that same question, I would have known. Girl was asking, but I was in my early twenties at the time, and I remember thinking, "Why? Why is she asking to stay in my bedroom?" I like, I genuinely didn't get the question, and so I asked her a third time. Sure enough, she thought that I had spent 50 pence on her so that I could have her body. Something just shifted on the... I'm a, I'm a Christian. And so I made a, a, a vow both to God and to my... 
in that moment on the streets of Sierra Leone that I will give my whole life to this. My whole life to ensure that kids like Felicity don't think that they're for sale. No child should feel like they can be bought of 50 pence. And so I, I said, okay, this is it. This is, I will give my whole life to this to stop kids from being exploited around the world. And that's why we organization one. Because actually, if you'd have said to me back then that I'd be working with thousands of kids across the world, I said, no, no, it's too big, it's too hard. One kid, okay, I can do that. I can sign up to help one life. And if every single day we have that mentality of helping the ones that are in front of us day after day, then sure enough, we will begin to impact hundreds and then thousands um, just by giving our lives away in that way. I think for me personally, uh, Becky, um, that has to be one of the the deepest, uh, most impactful stories that I've that I've heard from all the people that I've spoken to on the on the podcast, um, and it it amazes me how one little moment in time yeah. can can almost revolutionise how you see the world and almost change your course of life, as it were. Um, so I think for me, I, th- I think for me, it's it, it's a fantastic um, calling. Would you call it a call? I think I would. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost kind of like God, your God's calling for you. It's your your gift, your purpose from God, I suppose. Yeah. I feel like it's my purpose. It's it's what I was born to do, and it I love. It's not just my purpose, it's also my passion, like, to do what I love. Because over a decade of running the organisation, I'm seeing kids at the other side of the story. So obviously it was a harrowing story that led me into the work that I now do. Of watching the kids who have come through our process. So for example, one of our little girls in Kenya, with me 10 years ago, she wasn't even supposed to make it through primary her parents both only passed away with HIV related diseases and this little girl incredibly ill she was also HIV positive and had been written off by everybody in her village she she was supposed to die we took her into our home we got all the right medications we gave her lots of love we are a huge giant family at the king's home and um, started her in education and I still remember the day education and she grew up and now I'm delighted for a girl who shouldn't get it through primary school in, in university and in two years time she will graduate accountant and this is a little six-year-old off by the rest of society I think um we're not going to, but if we were to end the podcast there, I think that is probably the most powerful seven and a half minutes of podcasting I've ever done. <laughs> um, just because one little moment, her her path crossing with your path yeah. is sort of almost 
change the course of the past, present, and the future. I suppose um, it remind it reminds me of a film. Uh, I'm a massive film geek, by the way, Becky. Okay. And it reminds me of a, it reminds me of a film called uh, Sliding Doors. Oh yes. With Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, and it's almost as if um, if you hadn't have been where you were at the time that you were, things would have been different. Yeah. And I, I, I kind of feel that that moment in 2006 was your sliding doors moment. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah, it makes complete sense. Yeah, I get that completely. I think I think we live in a I say I, I'm strongly in God. And I believe God's got plans and purposes for everything. But the challenge is, will we accept that challenge? So even for me back yeah. in two thousand it it was a it was a really difficult moment because at that point there there was no charity. Like, even to this day, I don't know if Little Felicity is dead or alive. Because the harsh reality is there was nowhere to sign us, that little girl back then. But I think the challenge for every single one of us is there are plans and purposes in a single person's life. But the challenge is, will we accept? And the harsh truth, the things, certainly the challenges I find myself in, so yeah, I ended up border of, of Afghanistan. Uh, we do a, a big, long, work, long full-time work, which obviously neighbours with Afghanistan. And if everything goes right now, there's huge need going on right there. And so I found myself quite close to the Afghan border in October last year, and I'm I'm faced with where if I'm completely daunted, I feel completely out of my comfort zone entirely but the reality is love changes everything I strongly believe now at university her life changed because she found love she found father her but also we put her into a home nourished and she's now blossomed and believes in herself and i see so many times we might not have all the answers together, but if people around us, what it is to love our neighbor, then we'd see a big, big impact, not only through our lives, but also in our lives, because the amount of kids who I've had the honor of will never realize how much impact they equally had on my life. I've learned so much helping kids in the outbacks of Kenya and Pakistan. And it's changed who I am. It's it's marked me as a person. They believe everything's interwoven, almost like this huge... And sometimes we only see the back of the tapestry, so we see all the different colours going in different directions. And to be honest, Adam, it can almost look messy. But I believe if we were to have the joy of going round in the masterpiece that's unfolding as we all begin to work together in unity then just there's there's a great so there's a couple of things that have that have come to my mind before I move on to the next question um that have sort of rung some bells in my mind so 
would you say that in order to experience this this joy, this love, happiness, um, it's not all um, sweets and roses. You know, the the all all of these feelings can come out of uh, a negative experience, but with a positive action. Yeah, you know, I believe that into good people, and I've happened in my life that just not for six. It's not what I expected to happen. It's not wanted to happen. And for a while, you have a temptation there to just to stay and lick your wounds. <laughs> I'm a massive believer that if we would just a different perception, if we would see the world through a different lens, changes circumstances. You know, scientists have done a study on the human brain and discovered that actually we have anything between, any, on an average day, anything from 12,000 right up to 60,000 thoughts every single day. That's like the normal average person. But they discovered that of those thoughts, do you know 80% of them are negative? 80%. Okay. 80% of negative thoughts, 95% of them thought had the day before so in other words as humans we're almost wired to play this negative song again and again and again in our minds and sometimes we just need to change the record <laughs> sometimes we yeah. just need to, when i stop looking at me and focusing on on my world and what's wrong with my world and all this that and the other and actually look at the needs around me my perception it changes my outlook and if I can help one other person, then it it gives me such a fulfillment and a passion of life. So, next question, Becky. I think it follows on quite nicely from what we've just been chatting about. Yeah. So the next question is a really simple question for me to ask, mm-hmm. but has has proven to be a very thought provoking question for the guests on the podcast and the question is simply what does happiness mean to you okay a bit of a cheesy cliche but actually i've found it to be quite true in my life so far that happiness is very much built on our circumstances on the happy as it were which is why it can be so up and down one day we're one you know but then something happens and suddenly we feel but there's a all that there's a joy that's dictated to by our circumstances and it's that that I want to lean into in my life because happiness will come and go the joy deeper and I believe that joy relationships so as I, as I said before I'm very much a strong Christian and so ultimately my deepest relationship is with God. That's where I find that's where I find my passion, my purpose, everything um, is through my relationship with Jesus. But then beyond that, it's my relationships. So my husband, my son, the kids I have the honor of working one by one, the staff that I have the joy of working with in one by one. 
where real joy comes from it's through relationships with other people and with god himself so would you say then that uh that that this happiness this joy uh these relationships is almost kind of your social network of happiness so it's almost yes. the, the interactions that you have with with individual people and because you have it with different people joy isn't just one thing it's it's a collection of different relationships and different interactions and different yeah um, it is because i think in the reality if i was to lose to lose my job have education i think working with the afghan refugees has been a great eye-opener in terms of these people have literally just lost it forced out of their homes because the taliban have, have they've lost their jobs and some of the people i've been meeting with the people who we would class as sucks they've lost their jobs their education now means nothing because passing the bar country doesn't mean it's like the country so all of us education their jobs their homes some of them have lost family members even we lost everything that we as, as humans deem as a crucial part of life they've lost everything and as they them, action, my wife's with me, my son's with me, my mum's with me. It's, it's about people, you know, pass on it. I care what kind of house you lived in or what kind of car. The really set part of life is who we do life with. It's not where we go. So it sounds as if that your view on joy, happiness is it transcends material, uh, material things. Yes, without a doubt. Um. I have done a, a podcast previously with a, a social psychology researcher who looks into group memberships and um, life satisfaction. Um, and the she defines group memberships as the things that we identify with. So our gender, age, race, uh, faith, jobs, um, all these kind of things. And she has found that the more group memberships that we have, so the more things that we associate ourselves with in terms of how we define ourselves, increases life satisfaction. That would make sense. And in in, in essence, um, what she has found uh, when it comes to life satisfaction is that variety is actually the spice of life. So having having different things that we that we associate with increases happiness and in and, and joy. Mm-hmm. Um, how how do you think that that applies to your life? Obviously, you've said that you're 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 a Mormon. 
all the amazing work you do out in Africa and and uh, your belief in God. Is there any other elements of your personality that you feel help to positively guide your journey in happiness and joy? Yeah, I think I think it all correlates to it. What I said before about the, the relationship side of things, um, but I think purpose is a big one for me. I feel like I'm. I don't know if that's just me personally or if that's humans as a whole. Like we want to feel useful in some way, like we're adding to society in some way. Or I don't know if that's from selfish motives. Or I don't know what it is, but for me, it all stems back to the little girl. Straight to CLM, you know, the the purpose of, you know, even if it's that I can help, then it's worth it. And I'll, I'll give my whole life to doing that. The kid after kid of, story after story of kids who've gone through hardships that I can't incredible loving family and yet I'm in the honor of helping to raise kids along out in Kenya and Pakistan but kids who have parents been raised and gone through incredible abuse but after you know being loved and nurtured and guided they're now blossoming and the the of watching a child be loved back to life is is incredible it's it's it literally means i think relationships is and all my relationship with god relationship with my friends or the staff of the guy i'm working with but the, the then the fulfillment of the purpose within all that it's all kind of interconnected so it's almost as if your purpose is to help those young children to find their purpose is that a fair <laughs> a yeah. yes sir, yeah i want them to know that they're they're loved that they're not alone the world can feel like an incredibly lonely place connected and so i want these kids who've some of them have been orphaned some of them others we've rescued out of slavery so we've in pakistan that we've actually pulled out of brick it's born into now in a safe house out there and so watching them come to life most rewarding no job can no wage can give me that no i can't get that same um, just a good way you know it's from kids literally come alive i'll do it for free forever if i have to you know i, I love it there's a there's a book um called the blue zones by Dan Butner, and Dan did quite a lot of research into different areas of of the world um, that are sort of unique in terms of having the most amount of centurions per hundred thousand people in those areas, and uh, one one of them is the island of Okinawa in Japan. Um, and they have a, the people of Okinawa have a, a philosophy called Ikigai. Mm-hmm. And the, tra- the translations of Ikigai into English, it, it basically means kind of your purpose, your reason for being. Yeah. It's probably the, more, the most kind of literal translation of Ikigai is your reason for being. Yeah. 
So it appears that all those years ago in Sierra Leone, your your a key guy instantly came into clarity. It 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 instantly um, hit your heart, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it, you know you you were saying that you know is it selfish to have a you know to have a purpose to help others and and I think based on this research I think what what is interesting is that you know like you've said everyone has an guy, everyone has this this purpose mm-hmm. and the 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 book the the blue zones highlights that having a purpose is linked to happiness. So it, it appears that at quite a young age, you found your, your purpose, which has yeah. led to your joy. Yeah. Yeah. Undoubtedly true. Um, so one final question for you, Becky. Okay. And there are, there are two ways we can do this. We can, I can do two ways I can ask this question. Uh, either as a mother or as the work that you're doing in, in, in Africa and around the world. Uh, I, think, I think what I'm going to go with is the work that you do around the world. So imagine that uh, you are writing a letter to Felicity, the, the, the young girl that you bought your, your, the flip-flops for. Mm-hmm. And you are giving Felicity advice on happiness. Okay. What advice would you give Felicity about her happiness? Um, obviously, as a... I wish to tell her to... that ultimately her joy and her identity is all wrapped up in that because... She inside her mother's womb by God the Father encounters him she'll encounter life itself and then beyond that to surround herself with people who love her people who don't want something from her so the little girl on the streets her only was when they wanted stuff not her body away but when she discovered really love her they won't want to take her they love her for who she is, around herself, not for who she is, not for any of that. Not because when we find that, their relationships were worth holding on to. So, is it fair to say that for, for you, happiness and joy is about... Um, Finding out who we are, mm-hmm. uh, finding our our purpose, but mm-hmm. being around people who like us because of who we are, rather than what we can gain or what they can they can gain from us. Absolutely, absolutely. Any relationships, these, you know. 
they can get them and use social status, new platforms, or you know, a better job, or genuine friends are the anything from you, you know, not get anything from being your friend, but they love you because you're you. They love you for your quirky sense of humor. They love you for your ditziness, whatever. The bad stuff about you as well as the good stuff about you. And they're the genuine people to surround yourself with. Um, I think for me, uh, so you are you are episode number 37 of my podcast, uh, Becky. And I think for me, um, it's probably been uh, the most revealing podcast in terms of in terms of how to approach happiness and joy um and and i think that i think i think it's linked to uh, the story that you gave at the start about your your um relationship with felicity everything yeah. that you are doing is, is is based on something true and meaningful to you yeah. And I think that's one of the one of the key things about happiness and joy is that it's specific and authentic to you. Yeah. Um, so I think for me, uh, a massive thank you for for your time today, Becky. Um, it's been very um, enlightening. Oh, good, good. And I'm I hope, and I, and I hope that the 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 listeners kind of have the same uh the same impact that I've had from from chatting with you because I personally I personally think we need more people like yourself in the world Becky you know <laughs> thank you I do you know, appreciate that you know you're, you you seem like the sort of person you are you you want to change the world one by one yeah yeah I guess that's fair to say um that was completely unplanned i wasn't that just yeah i think uh the whole i'm reminded of a of a film uh, called hacksaw ridge uh it's yes. set in world yes I, I remember watching that on a and the guy keeps going one after another yeah i think that the main guy's played by andrew garfield and uh, the 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 main bulk of the, the the film, when he's going to recover the injured soldiers, every time he brings one down, he goes just one more. Yeah, just one more. And yeah, and I kind of I feel that's kind of your that's the message on your heart. I think just one more person, <laughs> just one more. No, the Adam, I may even preach one day because absolutely just one more. You know, and if we have that mindset every single day, we really can make a big impact, you know, and it, it impacts us too, you know, it, it hopefully helps the people around. It hopefully impacts us as well. You know, I get so much confident what I do and watching these kids just come alive. Like it's, I can't believe, it's, you know, and I get, I get paid to do it. It's amazing. <laughs> but it's uh, an absolute pleasure would be able to just stick the one by one website information in with the I don't know if you put like an info bit with the podcast uh, just so do want to check out the work we're doing 
I will be more than happy to do that, Becky. Thank you. I'll be more than happy to do that. Um, so every time, when, I, when, when, when this goes out, I will tag your good self in, in all the, the, the social media stuff. I'll put your website on uh, and all that kind of jazz. That's absolutely not a problem. Lovely. Thanks, Adam. I appreciate that. Well, Becky, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you today. No. Uh, and enjoy the rest of your day. You as well. Thanks for listening to the Pursuit of Happiness podcast. Come back next time for more conversation about happiness.